Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. This is our best of and unheard bits, 2022, so far, part three. In this episode, you will hear some of our favorite moments, plus some bits that didn't quite make the initial airings. Joining me tonight are Jeff Heisen, Michelle Wojcikowski, Gina Brown, Devine Kerr, Chip Jones, Ward Morrow, Mike Quinlan, Davin Rosenblatt, and Alexa Shuto. As we're recording this episode, Florida is taking a direct hit from Hurricane Ian. We do hope that everyone stays safe and is okay. And Florida officials are doing everything they can to protect the residents from the storm because they're afraid of competition when it comes to destroying the state. (laughs) (laughs) It made landfall just shy of being a Category 5 storm. And in less than 24 hours, it's expected to go back down to a Category 1 which just goes to show that Florida will suck the energy and sense of purpose out of anything. (laughs) 
At last check, cases of monkeypox infections are on a downward trend. Scientists say the monkeypox virus has the transmission rate of less than one person. That's a stupid way of putting it. How does that even work? Damn it, my left arm has monkeypox, but my right leg is in great shape. (laughs) Missouri Senator Josh Hawley wrote a book and started promoting it. The book is called Manhood. I thought selling your manhood was a prerequisite for joining the Trump caucus in Congress. (laughs) So much for keeping the gender you were assigned at birth. A teenager named Olivia Juliana raised $2 million online after being cyberbullied by Florida Congressman Matt Gates. Hopefully, it won't be the only time a teenage girl gets back at Matt Gates for trying to fuck her. <laughs> House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says he is on a mission to protect women's sports. Of course, Kevin McCarthy is in favor of anything where large groups of women are told what to do. <laughs> The Trump campaign agreed to stop playing the QAnon music during his rallies at the request of the song's composer. (laughs) Only in the United States would we produce fascists who back away from a fight with copyright infringement. (laughs) Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady and his wife, model Giselle Bündchen, have each reportedly hired their own divorce attorneys. It's not expected to affect Tom Brady's career at all, as he's planning to date younger and younger models so he can drink their blood and thus get another Super Bowl ring at the age of 92. (laughs) I should say, for legal reasons, Tom Brady's not planning on doing that, to the best of my knowledge. (laughs) Former Congresswoman and presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard released a video saying the Democratic Party no longer represents what she believes. In other words... We record this podcast on a Wednesday, it goes out on a Thursday, and my Patreon subscribers are lucky enough to know whether or not I wear pants when I record these. My Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, said his phone was confiscated by the FBI in a Hardee's parking lot. Those weren't FBI agents, Mike. Those were muggers. I'm not surprised that Mike Lindell eats at Hardee's. He has a habit of swallowing any shit that's handed to him. (laughs) On Newsmax, anchor Eric Bowling went on a meltdown over the Scooby-Doo character Velma being gay. Hey, Eric, even if she wasn't a cartoon, you wouldn't stand a fucking chance with her even if she was straight. (laughs) He probably wouldn't go for Velma anyway because as a Newsmax anchor, Eric Bowling is against people who fight ghosts because the ghosts are the ones wearing the white hoods. (laughs) Maryland is expected to get a new area code next year. The only people upset about this are the residents in some of the state's rural communities because they want an area code that's three Ks. (laughs) (laughs) The January 6th House Committee voted unanimously to subpoena Donald Trump to testify. They don't need a subpoena. They just need to lure him there with a McDonald's value meal. (laughs) and for good measure make sure it's scented with Ivanka's perfume in the final weeks of the midterm election season there's a lot of debates going on they're happening all over the country I watched the Senate debate in Georgia between Senator Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker I also read the live comments on YouTube which is interesting one of them said Herschel Walker is a great conservative 
And given the amount of brain damage he must have suffered playing football, I agree. <laughs> An old video surfaced of now Pennsylvania Senate candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz claiming that medical students were required to taste different types of urine. And in response, just about every doctor on Twitter came out and said, no, that doesn't happen. It's not true. Medical students are not required to taste urine, to which Dr. Oz responded, now they tell me. (laughs) There was some focus placed on the defendants of the attack on the Capitol. Of course, what the commission doesn't cover, right-wing networks are all too willing to do. As Newsmax demonstrates in this phone interview with one of the January 6th defendants. That is Ryan Nichols, uh, seen on January 6th, a protester. He served in the Marine Corps, by the way, honorably discharged after four years. But right now he's in a lot of trouble. He was arrested in January, uh, January 18th in Texas. He's been in the D.C. jail now uh, for a long time. And he actually joined us from the phone right now. Let's ask. Let's talk about uh, what's happening right now. Do me a favor. Tell us where you are right now. Set the scene. You're on phone, in jail. Where? How does it work? What's going on where you are right now? Right now, I am in uh, what I'd like to refer to as D.C. Gitmo, but we're in the D.C. D.O.C. Correctional Facility, and um, it, I can only describe it as uh, psychologically damaging, torturous, and inhumane here. Um, solitary confinement for anywhere between 18 and 26 hours per day. Uh, One you needs two extra hours? where they finally gave us a little bit more time out of ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it was... <laughs> Look, we pointed out how Stuart Rhodes like, wasn't the brightest bulb in the bunch. In one way, this guy thinks there's like 26 or 30 hours in a day. And, and by definition, like one of the characteristics of being a January 6th defendant is that like clearly they don't comprehend math that well. <laughs> or consequences like you when you break the law you go to jail and sometimes it's it's inhumane it's awful here boo hoo hoo i know that's what jail's like what did he call it you go to jail and they're like oh what would you like off the menu today sir dc gitmo he called it only Only a former Marine would say that. (laughs) Jeez. I should say that later on in this interview, they went ahead and and replayed a clip where he uh, rescued dogs during a flood uh, down in Texas, I think, wherever this was. And then he appeared on the Ellen show as a result of that. And I'm like, given all like given all the whispers, like everything that's come out about Ellen recently, like. Maybe she's not the best person to bolster your case right now. Like, also, we're all a mix of good and bad. But when you do something bad, just because one time at some point you did something good doesn't mean you're right. exonerated. Right. You still do the bad thing. Right. <laughs> if he rescues all these dogs and then come home and comes home and kills his whole family. Exactly. You know, he's still going to jail because he's a murderer. Right. Uh, I mean, come on. It all depends on how horrible his family was. But no. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. The, you don't know the Quinlans. You really don't know the Quinlans. I've gone in twenty-three and me, hoping to be found. Finding out I was adopted. No, but you know. Uh, yeah. 
You're right about that, Doug. But there's a lot of people. That's the funny part about Trump, though, is actually I'm from Philadelphia. And I remember his beginning his shenanigans with all the casinos down in Atlantic City. And he's always been a jerk off. Like he's always been a predator. And I don't mean a sexual predator. I'm not talking about that, but he's always been predatory in his business dealings. He's always been predatory in any relationships he's had. And if it wasn't for that one freaking jerk off with that stupid apprentice show, none of this garbage would have ever happened. He was on the trash heap of history. Who was that? What's that guy's name who produced that? Then he produced like, he's a big time. Oh, Mark, somebody, he did Survivor too. Yeah, like that was... That that all horribles. Yeah, it's like yeah. if it wasn't for that stupid television show and people getting excited about watching somebody being a rude buffoon. I mean, if there's nothing yeah. that says America right there. Yeah, I mean he was I mean he was I'm from upstate New York and I mean he definitely did a damage did some damage in New York. Like he wasn't a nice I walk, it's funny. I walked by Trump Tower last week. I was up in New York City doing some stuff and looked up, I was like, yeah. But I, I mean, it's not really that big a deal. Oh, he's... You know what? I guess I should have gone inside to see what it's like. Have you ever been inside Trump Taylor? I've never been in there. Oh, hell no. But <laughs> no, I hear you. I, that's exactly why I didn't go in. That's exact. But I was like, I should have went in to, like shit on the floor or something like that. Right. I mean, yeah, there would be. Well, reasons. except for the fact that normal human being was going to have to clean it up. and that Right, right, right. right. So... <laughs> Uh, Mark Burnett was the name of the uh, yes. of the producer. Okay. Yep. And that's the guy. He's the guy who should have to clean his shit up on the floor. <laughs> and then like, it's interesting. You talk about how like, the casinos in Atlantic City, like, Gina, and everything from from upstate New York. Yeah, like my cousin uh, used to. He was involved in some stuff where he was uh, up in New York, like something for his work, or no, his uh, wife at the time was involved in some kind of real estate things and was involved in New York. And my cousin, he was one of these like, you know, uh, like uh, super like Trump people, like he could do absolutely nothing wrong. He's going to change everything that's, that's wrong with the country. And you know, he would say, oh, but I've met him and talked with him. You know, he's a good guy, really knows his stuff. And I used to tell my cousin, like, look, he's a con man. Like, that's what they do. They go ahead and prey upon your lack your of ability trust. to go ahead and see through bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt in that, right? But the like the crazy part about it is though is if I remember correctly, he was always screwing over the unions on the construction jobs. And there's a lot of guys wearing those red hats on those union sites. And you're like, no, dude, he beat your dude 25 years ago, didn't want to pay a living wage. And now just because they I'm not, you know what, is he even really a racist or just an opportunist? Because I'm not even, you know, like. He's, his, some of his language is complete garbage and bullshit. There's no doubt about that. But I'm not even really sure that he's committed to being a racist. He's just like, I need as much stupid money as I can get. Oh, he's and committed. I, I think he's... he's oh, no, he's definitely committed. But does he really believe it? Well, I think... I, I agree that he's an opportunist, but I also oh. agree that... He's a piece of shit. It, it brings in the racist because it, yeah. al- it, it crosses over. That's why it doesn't... It doesn't matter whether you do it under the Christian heading because it's really the racist thread that's kind of keeping you there. I you agree with you. I mean? And that's the yeah. I agree. One and that's the thing about being frustrated with the Democrats, right? Like I'm frustrated. You're underserving your constituents. And some of it's because it's just 
uh, inefficiency, some of it's malfeasance, some of it's whatever. But I'm not willing to I'm not willing to side with a bunch of racists because I don't agree with this. Let's let's find a different answer. The two party system's garbage. It's not working. It just isn't working for us. Well, it might not be, but the, the challenge is, and I think that's what earlier you had talked about, Bernie. I think that's what scared people is that we're not ready to just follow this sort of independent thing yet. So while Maybe. it is scary, you you it's a vote for the Trumpism if you don't fall in line right now with the two party. Mm-hmm. It's just all we have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, completely binary. You're right. You're, you're yeah. definitely right about that. Yeah. It's not just the media, but the supposed deep state that takes a hit from the fringe in the wake of natural disasters. As this nowhere close to informative analysis of storm patterns shows us. We understand that the deep state, they have weather manipulation technology. They have DARPA. They know how to manipulate and create big storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, climate change, etc. And these huge hurricanes always seem to target red states, red districts, and always at a convenient time, typically right before elections, uh, or, you know, in this case, possibly because Ron DeSantis has been stepping out of line a lot and challenging fighting the deep state. I don't know, Lauren, the timing is definitely interesting, and they're even saying it. Do you think this could be a weather-manipulated hurricane? Yeah, well, we know the technology does exist. And right. I mean, Deanna, they're literally trying to change people's DNA through vaccination. Of course, <laughs> they would be willing to do something like this to target red states. I have no doubt. I mean, the technology exists to manipulate weather. <laughs> and, um, you know, this whole storm coming. Uh, I mean, I know that Florida is uh, prone to hurricanes. However, this developed into a Cat 4 oh, or Cat 5 overnight. Right. And it does seem to be hitting uh, the uh, the conservative areas of the right. state um you know you and i don't i i i'm not putting it past the elites uh to target something like this towards florida as punishment uh for uh, getting rid of vaccine mandates or getting rid of child grooming they are angry with us and it wouldn't surprise me to find out and yeah the technology does exist um but you're not supposed to talk about that or know about that because that's controversial or a conspiracy theory now it's true yeah, not supposed to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Where did you so find gosh. this? Where, where did you find this? Oh my God. This is mind blowing. Like, 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 did you go on the dark web for this? How do you <laughs> find people? How do you find the people this stupid that still oh. have the ability to run a, a, a laptop and record themselves? Oh my you, God. You can't outsmart stupid. This is. God so knows you, I try. <laughs> Tom, you finally got a clip that made everyone on the panel speechless. This is the worst you the worst clip you've ever had. So it may be the best one. Did you see the sub headline? I did. Did you, yep. did you see the, Biden builds sub, subhuman cyborg army using immigrants. I think no, I think it was I don't think it was subhuman. I think it was trans something. There was they were trans in there. I don't I, I don't I, they need to make up their mind because one in one hand we're liptards and morons who never says facts, but at the same time we're so brilliant we can target red states and we're manipulating. I mean, if we had that kind of power, wouldn't we have eliminated all these morons a long time ago? Exactly. Like, excellent point. Excellent exactly. point. And I'll tell you another thing. I I am tired of the of the, the the Republicans, the MAGA crowd 
controlling all the lasers that are targeting California with the fires. I've had enough of them. It's time the, it's time the blue states do something, unite and use our hurricane technology to blow out those forest fires that keep on hitting California. We can't take this anymore. I won't, Tom. I won't. Davin, Davin, that's what we use our Jewish space lasers. <laughs> here's the, Jeff, let me, here's the problem with a Jewish space laser. Once it breaks, you need an Italian mechanic to fix it. So either way, we're screwed. <laughs> and their argument about it only affecting red areas, Davin, you alluded to Sandy before, that was New York and New Jersey. Yeah. Well, yeah, in their defense, Jeff, sometimes it misfires. I mean, we are libtards. <laughs> no. Right before I, an election, I, I just, so conveniently before an election. Right. It wouldn't be that it's hurricane season year after year after year after yeah. year after year, right? Unless I like, I like, they, we, they made we the Constitution. Have the technology, and they show like, and they show like a radar dish from 1984. Yeah, that's, that's what we're using. They, they did write the Constitution so that the elections would happen around hurricane season. So <laughs> our founding fathers knew what they were doing. Exactly. Oh my God. So smart. I, I need to watch a weatherman on Chatterbait after that. I need to <laughs> Chatterbait, not beat him up. Okay. Well, now you have oh, chatterbait! Like you chat and you masturbate. Is that okay? No. Very, very good, very good, Devine. You put that together. Uh, I'm a little yeah. slow, uh, but you know, like I almost considered being on the red list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I give you credit, Tom. That was one hell of a clip you found. That that was that was tremendous. I don't know where you found it, but mwah. I don't want to. The know. show was called Chef Shots Fired which is appropriate because I think that's what they had to do to their heads in order to go on the air to talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, what's interesting was that the, 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 the second person who obviously is a little Meshuggah, as we say, uh, to be just work on that show was expect, expressing skepticism about it. Well, was, she's, that the pretty blonde, was that the pretty blonde lady? Yeah, I wouldn't put it that way, but yes. She yeah. has I, I did. Don't, don't, she has what? experience. Wait, hold on. She has experience of being skeptical about something because she was the 2020 Republican nominee for US Senate in Delaware. No. And even though she got beaten. The witch? Well, even though she no. no, 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 no. The this woman, uh Lauren, uh what's her face? She Didn't was she have some witch background? That was yeah, Christine that was O'Donnell. The... That was Oh, that, was that, was, that was when they were just dabbling in crazy. That, they're full <laughs> on crazy now. But uh, no, this this woman that was shown on here, uh, Lauren, she was the uh, she knows something about skepticism because when she lost her Senate race, it was it, it was Delaware. It's a blue state. There was no way in hell she was going to win. But she was still insisting the election was stolen. So, I mean, she was doing the right 2020 Republican Party playbook she had that thing going i gotta tell you i've been in um a lot of softball championship games i only got one title out of it i think all the others were rigged i'm very skeptical about the results <laughs> I have to tell you. the cincinnati fbi field office shooter posted on his truth social page be an american not a steer the steer is the animal that they kill to make a hamburger the hamburger is the most grilled meat in this country. Hell, if bald eagles weren't revered and protected, 
Trump supporters will be grilling those. If enough Trump supporters get killed this way, then Republicans may change their mind and actually want dead people to vote. In this video, a Twitter user mocks the dedication Trump supporters demonstrate. What's up, fellow patriots? It's me, MAGAMAN62. And uh, I've been challenged by Groyper Dave and Benghazi Avenger 89 to do the Donald J. Trump challenge, which entails me driving headfirst into a brick wall of the nearest heavily fortified federal building, then pouring gas <laughs> myself, uh, getting out, tasing myself in the balls, which it will ignite the gasoline, and then falling down into a puddle of my own piss, shit, and blood and fire. And then doing snow animals go up and shoot me in the face. And I'm doing all this to protest the unfair treatment of our last and one and only true president of the United States, Donald John Trump. All right, let's roll. I have to say, just mad props to that guy. And you know, he, he's a he's a Twitter follower of mine uh, at Elron Mexico. And I mean, he has a lot of stuff on that feed that's just absolutely that's hilarious. That guy, <laughs> he, 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 for a second, you thought it was real. I like yeah. the I like the, the names of his uh, fake followers there. His challenge, Benghazi uh, <laughs> Avenger. I I don't know if anyone else noticed this, or maybe it's just me. The cadence, the manner in which he spoke, um, it reminded me a lot of Mitch Hedberg, the late. Oh, yeah. Like maybe if he did crystal meth like that (laughs) and and turn his back to the camera, you know, because he wouldn't, he was too shy to face the audience. (laughs) But it's funny because it's true. Oh, yeah. He's my, he's my hero. (laughs) Who, this uh, guy on Twitter I just brought up? No, Mitch. Oh. I'm getting ready to say, I mean, I used to like Mitch, but now I like this guy. I mean, <laughs> that guy's pretty funny. That was funny. At Elron, Mexico. It's funny because it's true. They they are that devoted and blindly sheeps. It's insane. You know, like I, mm-hmm. meanwhile, Justin Trudeau can't even get respected. Did you hear he was singing Bohemian Rhapsody on the day that the, of the Queen's funeral? And he got so much shit for that. Who was? Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, he's he sang a Queen song on the day of the Queen's funeral, and now everyone's giving him backlash. But Donald Trump gets away with stealing. It makes no sense to me. Like, <laughs> I would have thought he would have sang like "God Save the Queen." She ain't no human being by the Sex Pistols because on that day, technically, she wasn't a human being anymore. <laughs> oh, Tom, goodness. <laughs> As Americans, we are all too ready to show off how skilled we are at using firearms, as this YouTuber Woodsman shows us. Hickok 45 here. We're going to do another Woods Walk with uh, one of our favorite rounds, one of your favorite rounds, 762 by 51. It's just that you probably don't shoot many of your 308s or 762 by uh, 51s through an M60. Well, thanks to Royal Range USA of Nashville, we happen to have one today, and I think it might uh, prove pretty effective in a woods walk, okay? So it's very humid, it's been raining, so it's just the great environment for this. So let's see if we can make it through here and survive the evil two liters. You wanna come with me? You don't have to, but come along if you want to. I'm gonna see what I can I find. That he checks. See if I can find the enemy out here. Uh, uh, there's one right away, right away. 
All right. All right. They're out here. You never know where they're hiding. Uh-oh, uh-oh. There's one behind that wood pile. <laughs> oh, yes. I can shoot right through rotten wood, no problem. So humid. You know, this really takes me back to my own Vietnam experience, sitting on the couch, watching the Ken Burns uh, documentary on uh, Vietnam, eating Cheetos. That was pretty much my Vietnam experience. All right, I know you're out here. Where are you? That one? No. We're clear. Maybe there's none out here. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, it's like when that guy says, oh, you never know where they're hiding. Like, that's, that's right. one of the lamest lines ever. Like, they're hiding where you hid them. Like, that's the, like, that's so, the, uh, like, mercenary okay. of doing the got your nose thing. To which old, he's shooting. an old guy. Okay. He, he's grandpa. Okay. He's grandpa. That's who he is. He's <laughs> okay. Grandpa. Okay. Okay. So I, uh, my, who the fuck <laughs> is getting nostalgic for Vietnam? Right. I think it's PTSD. Like, it takes me back to the Vietnam days, the time that I loved so much. Like, like people have fucking PTSD over that, dude. Like, what? Right. Why back to the Vietnam day? I think the, this is PTSD. People, I think he thinks he's there. But he wasn't He wasn't there. That's the whole thing. He watched it on a couch. I mean, it's, it's, it's eating a, Cheetos. This is cosplay. Oh, okay. This is cosplay. And, and and here's the thing, too, with a gun like that. Like I said, it's no longer about the sportsmanship of hunt. If you're hunting with something like that, hunting is not your skill, you know? Because if, you, if you're trying to shoot a deer or something like that, you're going to wind up with nothing. He barely hit the soda bottles. I mean, <laughs> at, at best, he can barely protect us against diabetes. Right. Like, that's what that video did. <laughs> that all felt very compensatory. I agree with you. All this and the, I agree with you there, Alexa. In fact, he talked about rotten wood, and I think that got that gets to the problem. There we go. See, like you, like you, could, you could kill somebody with a little handgun. Like size doesn't matter. It's so yeah, as long wood. as it shoots. This is this is hillbilly larp, is what it is. Ugh, <laughs> I'm sick. Yeehaw. But before we go, a quick final thought. People often think that when they hear me on a stage or on this podcast or when they read any of my social media feeds or comments that I'm punching down. They even assume that somehow that makes me a bigot or a racist. Well, nothing could be further from the truth, for no matter what race, creed, color, or place of origin, you'll find that I hate everybody equally. In fact, recently, in the span of 24 hours, I was called a quote-unquote woke pussy and a quote-unquote misogynistic asshole. You know what that means? By pissing off both sides, I'm basically the closest that anyone can get to perfection. My detractors will often say that I don't care about the impact that my material has or my responses have on them. If you ever ask if I would celebrate if something unfortunate or tragic happened to one of these nameless wonders, then I will tell you no. I won't celebrate. In fact, I just won't care. Good night. This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen, 
Michelle Wojcikowski, Gina Brown, Devine Kerr, Chip Jones, Ward Morrow, Mike Quinlan, Davin Rosenblatt, and Alexa Shuto. Theme music composed and arranged by Euron Vandenheer. Executive producers, Tom Myers, Matt Connerton for IPM Nation, and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon for extended episodes, bonus clips, and more. Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A.A. Ron is tied up right now. (coughs) Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Race. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now, how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.